There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Do you want to do it? No, I'm okay. good. Okay, ready? <laughs> Oh, the gator chomp. I've already I've already been chomped and it's thirty seconds into this. This is not gonna go good. Mission accomplished. Happy CMA Fest week, friends. I'm Amber Anderson. We are podcasting today as we do each week from the Amazon house here on Music Row in Nashville, which this week is the center of all the insanity that is CMA Fest. And we are going to be right in the middle of it all. CMA Fest is four solid days celebrating all things country music related. Concerts, interviews, autograph signings. It's access to the country stars like you won't find anywhere else. In fact... As you're listening to this, we're probably either on a stage or preparing to be on a stage, interviewing or introducing someone somewhere. I'm Kelly Sutton, by the way. <laughs> by the way. By the way. <laughs> okay, so next week, we're going to be bringing you all the scoop from country music's biggest party. But we have an awesome show lined up for you today. I'm personally very excited because... This guy is my absolute favorite. Jordan Davis is our center stage guest. We laugh so much during this interview. <laughs> I mean, we actually pre-taped this last week because he's on the road with Brooks and Dunn. And we got scoop, y'all. Yeah, we did. Of course, he's here to talk about his new song, What My World Spins Around, definitely on repeat mm -hmm. in my car. I don't know about you, Kelly. Yep. He wrote this song with Ryan Hurd, so we dug into their history together and how Jordan wound up getting to record this song. I mean, was there arm wrestling going on? Did they flip a coin? <laughs> We will tell you. We have the answers. Plus, there is a new album in progress. We're going to tell you where Jordan is at in the recording process, how many outside cuts he has, and as much information as we could actually get about a duet that's happening on the album. We may have guessed who his duet partner is, so stay tuned for that. I kind of think we did. We tried. He gave us an eyebrow, <laughs> so we don't know. Okay, share this podcast with all the Jordan Davis fans that you know. We love it when you use our hashtag Country Heat Weekly on social media. Shout out to EJ, Tammy, and Alexis for spreading the love this week. And a happy belated birthday to one of our devoted followers, Darlene, who always shares our stories. We love you, Darlene. We hope you had a great birthday. Happy birthday, Darlene. Okay, in today's episode, we're going to rediscover the music of Martina McBride. It's really interesting when you look at the way she's used her music to speak out on humanitarian issues. I mean, I think we all know that Independence Day was the song that really was shining a light on domestic violence awareness. But there are so many more examples that we're going to share 
share with you in our Rediscover segment. Plus, we'll have all the usual features on the podcast, including the heat index, what's cooking, and who said that, which today features a very fun throwback clip. (laughs) And if you are new here and you don't know what those segments are, buckle up because you are in for a fun ride today. We start with the latest country music news. It's time to find out what's cooking in country music. Leading off the news, Luke Bryan's Raised Up Right Tour gets underway this weekend. First show is happening in Charlotte, West Virginia, and we will see his worlds collide. That's right. Season 20 American Idol fan favorite Kelsey Dolan will do a pre-show parking lot party for the concert. I love that Luke is able to give those opportunities to his American Idol contestants. And I love the fact that we get to interview Luke on a future episode of Country Heat Weekly. It's happening this Saturday at the CMA Close-Up Stage at Fanfare X. We'll get the scoop from the tour hot off the press. I love it. I love it. Marin Morris also launches a tour this weekend, the Humble Quest Tour. It seems like so long ago, Marin was actually here in the studio talking about the summer tour, and now it's finally here. When we were planning it out last summer, because that's how early you have to do things now because everyone's shut down for two years. So everyone's trying to grab these dates and venues. So we had to start planning the routing for the tour last summer. And, you know, it's still a little touch and go, like touring right now. So I was like, let's try to keep most of the venues outdoors if we can. And I also felt like just these songs would feel so good outside Mm, to play, like under the stars. She gets things started in Raleigh, North Carolina Friday night, but unfortunately, she's not at CMA Fest this year. Yeah, I was bummed to see that. Yeah, she's busy. We got to get out to a Humble Quest show. Yes. We got to make that happen. Okay. Congrats to our girl Carly Pierce for selling out her first show at the Ryman Auditorium. Carly's playing there this fall, and the first show sold out so fast, they added a second night. Okay, did you get tickets? I have not, but I'm working on it. For both of us. Thank you. Um, I was going to say, we'll (laughs) pick a night, but the first one sold out, so I guess we're going to the second one. We will be in the building, no doubt. (sighs) I'm so proud of her. Me too. It's going to be awesome. Me too. Okay, speaking about people we love, Old Dominion just announced they are headlining Let Freedom Sing, Nashville's 4th of July celebration. It's a free show put on by the city each year, and this year, they tell us it will be the largest fireworks display in the country. Which is saying a lot. Yeah. Nashville has a reputation for some really, really epic fireworks displays. They shoot them off right over the Cumberland River. It's usually synchronized to the Nashville Symphony. I mean, there really isn't anything like it. And just like in years past, the whole event is hosted by the one and only Kelly Sutton. Oh, yay! (laughs) It's so much fun. If you are anywhere close to Nashville, please come hang out with us because it really is a spectacle. The music is amazing. The entire city is alive. It's right there on the river. And like you said, the symphony synchronized to the fireworks. Unbelievable. It's going to be great. Well, Old Dominion is obviously one of my favorites. I know they're one of your favorites as well. So, you know, I'm planning to be there. Everyone listening, make plans to come party with us. Where else can you see Old Dominion for free? I love Nashville. Me too. (laughs) One final bit of news. Next week, we're getting a new episode of CMT Crossroads featuring Mickey Guyton and the psychedelic soul band Black Pumas. They were so great together at the CMT Awards this spring. I am so excited for this. Crossroads always makes really interesting pairings between a country artist and a non-country artist. It premieres Wednesday night on CMT. Time now for the Heat Index, which spotlights the music on Amazon's Country Heat playlist, which is where this podcast gets its name. Birthday boy Chris Young is the cover star of the playlist. He had a birthday this week. His new song, Everybody Needs a Song, leads off the set. It's a collaboration with Old Dominion. Here we all need a thunder road to make the wheels 
Everybody needs a song. I wrote with Brad Tercy and Chris Stefano. Obviously, Brad is from Old Dominion. We wrote this song, and it, it just came together so quick. But I love the idea of you do play different songs for different things, right? It's like when you're you're on the highway, it's a different song than when you're madly in love with somebody, than when you're going through a breakup. Like that's what's so awesome about music is there's always something for every single moment. And I love that this encapsulates that and shout out to the boys from Old Dominion for being a part of this one because it just takes it over the top. You'll find that one on the deluxe edition of his Famous Friends album, which came out last week. Carly Pierce has announced her new single. And I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be Diamondback. Like, I would have put money on the really? fact that it was going to be Diamondback. <laughs> yes! It's such a sassy summer song. And she's performed it on TV a couple of times. But instead, she went with what he didn't do. I won't tell the hell that he put me through. All I know is in the end, it wasn't what he did. No, it was what he didn't do. This is another song from her album, 29, Written in Stone, where you think, did she just say that? Oh. She said that. She was like, okay, we're going there. Mm -hmm. But Carly did tell us when she was a guest on the podcast last fall that she has never held back in her storytelling. I feel like the big songs in my life are all about relationships in my life. You knew what kind of music I write. So, you know, I'm like, sorry. I mean, as long as we're talking about artists who have been past guests on the podcast, can we shout out Five Foot Nine from Tyler Hubbard? I've seen so many people use that on social media. Five Foot Nine We need to do a TikTok for that with our stats. Okay, yeah, I'm in. We're going to shoot it during CMA Fest somewhere this week. And a few more friends of the pod on the Country Heat playlist. We've got Praise the Lord from Bestie Breland and Thomas Rhett, still one of my favorites. She Had Me at Heads Carolina by Cole Swindell and Nervous from Maren Morris. And if you missed any of those shows, go back and listen to them. You'll find them all as well as the Country Heat playlist on the Amazon Music app. Okay, we have dug deep into the archive for this week's Who Said That? Take us on a walk down memory lane, Kelly. All right, here's the quote. I remember when I was 14 years old holding a clipboard at the CMA Music Fest and feeling like if there was ever a chance that someday people would line up to have me sign something of theirs, that that would be a really, really good day for me. Who said that? Keep listening and we'll tell you right after a quick break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself. 
at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. Okay, it's time to tell you who said that. I remember when I was 14 years old and I was holding a clipboard interning at the CMA Music Fest and just feeling like if there was ever a chance that someday people would line up to have me sign something of theirs, that that would be a really, really good day for me. Taylor Swift! Oh my gosh, that was baby Taylor. What year was that? That was 2010 when Taylor hosted a 13-hour meet and greet at CMA Fest. And fun fact, if you were wondering how she got an internship at 14, Taylor lied about her age to get the gig. Oh my gosh, are you serious? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But also, a great reminder to pay attention to the people carrying clipboards this weekend. You never know what future star you might be rubbing elbows with. Our guest today is just coming off the smash duet, by Dirt with Luke Bryan, which he co-wrote with his brother Jacob, and he just released a new single from an upcoming project that we're going to get all the scoop on. He's a Louisiana native who made the move to Nashville in 2012 after graduating from Louisiana State with a degree in, not music, but environmental science. Pretty sure he's the only environmental scientist with four number ones, several multi-platinum hits, and a gold (laughs) certified debut album. Probably the only environmental scientist that Luke Bryan's ever sang with, too. (laughs) No doubt. He's currently out on the road with Brooks and Dunn after wrapping up his own headlining stint. And in the fall, he'll join Luke Combs' The Middle of Somewhere Tour. Most importantly, he's spending some time in his home state this week. Jordan Davis, happy CMA Fest week. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thank you all for... Let me come hang out. We're so excited this place to is have awesome. you. I mean, CMA Fest anywhere with air conditioning is awesome. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Always a bonus. That is, the, that is the most, that's priority number one when it comes to like planning your CMA Fest. It's right. like, okay, how can I get closest to somewhere that I can get into and have air conditioning? So Amen. This is awesome. Or yep. is there something to drink? Those are the two. That's also two. Those and are... like water. Like well, not I even... meant water. What did you mean? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's always the no, thing. Like, I, I like catch myself halfway through a day where I'm like, oh, I haven't drank any water yet. Uh-huh. But I've drank a lot of other things. I've had beverages. <laughs> yeah, but I've had beverages. I was looking at your list, though, to see where you were. And I was like, why, why am I not seeing you? And then I went, oh, wait, you have two good reasons that you're not in town. Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. Yes. Yeah. No, we've, the, the tour has been amazing. Uh, they've been great. So, yeah, if there's any reason to miss CMA Fest, I'm totally cool with it being because I'm on tour with Brooks and Dunn. And in Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, Lafayette and then my hometown. Uh, (gasps) That's going to be amazing. Well, kind of my hometown. We've always said Shreveport, Bossier. I was born in Shreveport. But either way, it's like friends and family. You know, we had to ask for more tickets because (laughs) we ran through them super quick. But yeah, it's 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 been awesome. What's that tour been like for you? I mean, obviously it's Brooks and Dunn, but yeah. I imagine their crowds a little different than you're used to. Yeah, you know, have you spent time with Kicks and Ronnie? And yeah, I mean they're both great guys. Like Kicks and Ronnie are great. I knew Kicks a little bit going into it. It's the first time I really got to hang with Ronnie. What was it like meeting Ronnie Dunn the first time? I I adore <laughs> him and he's a vibe, but he oh, can yeah. come off as intimidating. Yeah. Well, a he's like six six. Yeah. So like. Is he really that tall? He's tall. Oh, yeah, he's very tall. And I'm, I didn't like, expect that. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I was kind of like, okay, he's, he looks like a tall guy. Yeah. But, like, I'm a pretty tall guy, so I'm usually like, all right. If he's my height, I'm <laughs> yeah. okay with that. But, yeah. like, it's weird whenever I meet somebody. It's like Brett Young or where I'm like, dang, man, why are you so tall? Yeah, kind of like with Ronnie <laughs> where I'm like, dang, I didn't expect you to be that tall. But, yeah, like, I mean, he's just a legend. Like, that voice is, like, one of the most iconic voices in country music, so... 
I feel like I just sat there and was like, dude, Ronnie, I'm a huge fan, man, like over and over again, to where he's probably like, I get it, dude. I get it. I get it, man. It was like that SNL skit where he's like, remember that one time when you played a brand new man? (laughs) Yeah. You you remember when you guys played My Maria? That's really cool. (laughs) You played it all, man. It was good. It was was awesome. So how does touring with an act like Brooks and Dunn, like a veteran act, kind of stack up or how is it different than touring with, you know, some of the acts of today? It kind of like you said, like the crowd's a little different, but I mean, we kind of take it as a challenge to like, either way, like we take support slots, like, you know, it's our job to get everybody fired up for the headliner. So it's our job to get people fired up to see Brooks and Dunn. And so we changed our set a lot. We play, you know, we play some songs that probably we wouldn't play at our headlining set, but, you know, it took us a couple shows to figure out like, all right, that song kind of works into where now I feel like we have dialed in towards the tail end of the set right before they come on. You know, they're standing up, fired up, ready to see Brooks and Dunn. And um, and that's that, that's been fun. But also, too, to stack it up with some of the other people that I've toured with. I've been on amazing tours. Um, but, I mean, standing side stage, seeing some of those songs we just talked about played live and sound just like when I was driving around listening to Brooks and Dunn on the radio. It's, it's chill bumps. So it's pretty cool. I have to tell you, I introduced them last year on a stage here. And I said, are you warmed up to Ronnie backstage? And he goes, <clears throat> yep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was it. That was it. He that walks is, out and then just That is pretty belts. awesome. Yeah. I was like, okay. I, I mean, maybe he was doing lip trills behind the scenes. I don't know. But I like to like, think he wasn't. I, I don't want to think he, he wasn't, was. right? He just like, cleared his throat and walked out there and then belts like, out. I'm good. I'm, I'm yeah. so good. good. I know. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the new song. What My World Spins Around, in the nutshell, yeah. what's the center of your universe right now? Oh, my family. Yeah. I like, it's just, you know, and, and that song is about how different it looked 10, five years ago. Like, everything was, you know, I say selfish, but it's like, you know, I didn't have anything else to worry about. It's like, you know, can I go play music? Can I go hunt and fish? Can I go to a football game? And to where now, it's like, I still love those things, but it's just a totally different like, you know, they're not as high on the priority list as my family, my wife, my kiddos. I can't imagine me living without this back 40 on our piece of ground, watching you watch the sun going down. That's what my world spins around. So what's the back 40 view? What's it look like when you're home? Well, blow up water slides and <laughs> like bounce houses. Yeah. yeah. So it's not quite the back 40 view that I that I visioned, <laughs> which was like rolling hills and like deer running off and possibly a pond. But maybe we'll get there one day. Yeah. But the back 40 view for now, A, is like a half acre. <laughs> you bought dirt, brother. We did it. Half an acre. That's, that's it. It, it works. It yeah, works. It works. So... Okay, so this song was a co-write with Ryan Hurd. Yeah. And we all love Ryan Hurd. Talk yeah. to us about your history with Ryan. So Ryan was the first co-write I ever had in Nashville. So I moved, we talked earlier, I moved in June June 2nd, 2012, which was a Sunday. So June 3rd, me and Ryan wrote together. Like, I mean, I moved to town and went right into it. Ten neither years ago. Yeah. Neither oh. one of us had a publishing deal. Ryan was about to sign a publishing deal. Like, he had kind of... He was kind of coming up, and everybody knew him as a as a really talented songwriter. You know, he didn't have to write with me. I think that's what's so cool and why I'm, I love Ryan for that. Like, he could have written with anybody else. And, uh, you know, he got a call, new kid, moved to town, give him a shot. And we've been writing together ever since. So 
It took us 10 years to finally get one out. So when you're writing with another artist like Ryan, were you writing specifically for your project or is there a little like, who gets this song? I think it was mm-hmm. kind of weird. Like we never really addressed it uh, up front <laughs> to where like halfway through the song, he probably didn't think much about it because I mean, Ryan's about as go with the flow as it gets. But I like halfway through it, I was like, oh crap, we both have record deals <laughs> and we're both making records. <laughs> and I was kind of like, who's going to get this? You said I didn't it? say anything okay. about it. You didn't say it. Okay. I didn't say anything. And then we're sitting there and it comes time to sing the demo. And I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let Ryan pick. Like if Ryan stood up and went to the mic, I was just going to be like, all right, dude, you sing it. Because mm-hmm. he, he crushes this song too. It sounds great with him singing it. And he was like, Jordan, go sing this. So I was like, all right, sweet. Let's go. Did I was stoked. I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. I was all like, right. I'm taking that as... You'll let me cut this if I want to. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's how that's how we yeah never talked about it, never addressed it. But yeah, that's how we figured out who's going to get it. Was Baton Rouge always in there? Yeah, from the and that's that was another thing where I was like, okay, it's your little stamp. Of if it comes down to it, that was going to be my argument. I was going to be like, well, it does have that Baton Rouge line in there. You I know, was smart. so. Yeah. And I love a slowing down in a beach town with an ocean view. And I love a first fall Saturday trip down to Baton Rouge. But you take that out, I mean, he could be singing this about Mirren, so. He could. And just switch to Baton Rouge. He can go like, he can go like. Uh, Michigan. 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 So yeah. Michigan reference. It doesn't, doesn't have the same feel. It doesn't have the same no, feel. No, 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 I think no. Baton Rouge has the ring to it. <laughs> like, we're just going to let that What are we talking go. about? No, don't do this. This is my song. <laughs> this, this is a great song. song. Yeah. It's a yeah. great song. Thank I you. played it on repeat. All, I took a road trip this weekend, played it on repeat. It was great. It was Thank great you very song. much. Such a good song. Okay, debut album, Home State, 2018. We got By Dirt. It was huge. Then we had eight-song EP in 2021, almost a full album. Yeah. But the new song is not on that one, right? Yeah. So. All right, so like, where are we in the process of a full album? So we have, I think, like nine songs cut right now for the record. World Spins being one of them, and we're going to go back in and cut one more time, and then we're going to put a bow on it, which is really weird for me to say because I've never, like, I've never put, like, an end date for a record. Right. And all these EPs, like, we would go cut, and it was, you know, a lot of that was, like, you know, during the pandemic, so we didn't know really where we were going to be at, so it's like putting a full record out that we couldn't tour was kind of weird, so let's just you know, give music to the fans. I feel like everybody needed, couldn't listen to enough music during that. So those were easier because it was kind of just like, all right, you know, here's the best six songs we have right now. Let's put them out to where it's a little different with the record in that I do kind of want some type of, you know, connection between all the songs. But also, too, like, if I just continue writing and writing and writing, I'll never finish this thing. So, Did you write all the songs that you plan on putting on there? No, I've cut three outside songs. Oh. and um, Who did they come from? So, Emily Wiseman, who I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of. We're a big fan. Uh, she's a beast. Love she her. is on, I think she's got two of them. And I found one of them through social media. Like, she, like, teased a song, and I was like, I want to cut that song. And I was writing with her later that week, so I told her, I was like... I asked her first, and <laughs> and then Jameson Rogers yes. and uh, Josh Thompson have a song that I cut uh, that I've loved for a long time. I saw Jameson at Luke's thing in Mexico, mm-hmm. Crash My Playa, and I I just told him I was like, dude, you're crazy if you don't cut this song. And he was like, man, I I, I just you know I think I've written some other stuff, but this better than that. And I was like, well, good on you because <laughs> I'm gonna record this. Awesome. So that's how I cut the Jameson song, and then. Uh, I've cut two outside songs from my brother, from Jacob. He has been crushing it in songwriting yeah. as well. He's he's really hit like a, 
I got to say, I'm really mad that I never got a call on these two songs. Like, <laughs> or that, like, that the idea for them never got sent over to me. Well, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's two songs that were just fantastic. And, um, and, yeah, I told Jacob, I was like, bro, next time you have an idea like that, don't write it with anybody else. Come <laughs> to me. Yeah. Come to me with that. Yeah. Any other collaborations? By Dirt did so well. We do have another collab on this. Okay. Yeah. Can we not? Can we not know? Not yet. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Gosh, I want to say it so bad. Male or I female? Am. She's female. One of my like one of my absolute favorite verse voices in Nashville. Just incredibly talented. Is she and, out on uh, tour right now? Oh gosh, I don't know. Kelly will get it out of. She you. may be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm nervous if I keep. I'm like. I don't think she is right now. Okay. I think she's about to start one. All right. All right. But I'll have to look into that. I'm I'm really fired. This is actually the first it was the first song we cut for this album. And I kept listening to it, kept listening to it, and I was and finally me and Paul uh were like, dude, this needs to be a duet. We mm. threw the first both of us threw the was first name out. Was she a writer out. on it? She wasn't a writer on it. Okay. Threw the first name out was the same for both of us. Mm. And luckily she said yes. Okay. Blonde or brunette. I can't do this. Y'all are gonna get it. <laughs> I'm gonna say something that's gonna make her mad. So it's a great, it's a great collab. She's amazing, great voice. Let's great make song. guesses. Let's make. Wait. I'm gonna guess Lauren Elena. Oh, I do love Lauren Elena, and one of the best voices in town. So sorry. Okay, okay. Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, it could be Kelsey. Oh, it's Kelsey. Look at his face. He, you got like, it, no, Amber. You no. got it. I don't know. It well, could be Kelsey. It could be Lauren. It could be. Okay. Could be Marin. Could be you Marin. should. Could you be should Carly do Pierce? it with Marin. Could be Carly. <laughs> could be, be Marin. Look at it. So like, many things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, looking at your schedule, you know you're playing some great festivals this summer. Yeah. Faster Horses, Watershed. I will be at Windy City Smokeout in oh, Chicago, gosh. which That's is like, one of my favorite festivals. Yes. Mm. How do you find the festival experience? Do you enjoy them? Yeah, love it. Yeah. That's like that's. You know, we love we love the fairs, like, and and I honestly mean that. I know some people are like, no, you don't do. We we love playing fairs, but the festivals are just tough to beat. Hey, they do such a good job, like taking care of us. It's like a little. I think they know that this is a tough part of the touring season. So all the people that put these shows on, these festivals on, the backstage is great. It's relaxing. Like the food's great, which is you need that. You know, well, Windy City, Windy mm. City, you can't Mar- beat it. Yeah, mm. best ribs I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it's amazing. Really? Yeah, I'm coming. Oh, and, come. Okay. Yeah, but and Ed the same way. Ed's, Ed does a great job of taking care of all the artists. The fans are great, and uh, and this year's lineup's unreal. So I think Sam's on my night. I think yep. Herd's on my day too. So we'll see. I know Lily Rose and yeah. Sam. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we were fun. like, we have to get tickets to Saturday. So. That's a good it's one. Gonna be fun. Before we let you go, how are the kiddos? How's everybody? Great. Give us yeah. give us the scoop of what the day is like around the house. Oh man, when you're home and you're on dad duty. Yeah. Is it it's, crazy? Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. There, but so my daughter is in like a huge mom phase right now, which okay. is brutal. It happens. Yeah, and she'll get out of it. Like, I'm slowly, not that that sounded rough, like, she'll get out of that. <laughs> she'll stop wanting to hang around that lady. Uh, no, I mean, like, it's a, it's great. She's wide open. She misses mom a lot. But, like, you know, there's little moments where I'm like, okay, she still loves me. Like, she still thinks I'm cool. The youngest, my eight-month-old, is just the coolest, happiest baby I've ever met in my life. He's so cute. They're he both adorable. The just smiles all the time. Sleeps great. Eats okay. Like he gives a lot of food to the dogs. But other than that, <laughs> he's the best. And uh, it, it's just awesome. I love it. So at the very end of our podcast, we thank all of our dogs. 
Oh, okay. We put them in. So what are your dog's names? Okay. My dogs have new names thanks to my daughter now. <laughs> I love okay. this. Okay. So we have a Golden Doodle and a Cavapoo. Okay. So the Cavapoo is Virginia. She has been changed to Juju. Okay. And then the Golden Doodle is Louie, and his name has been changed to Weedy. So, weedy, weedy. Do they come so to these new names? Weedy and Juju. Uh, they just follow them around because they literally feed them all day. Right. I mean, like, so you really don't have to call them. Yeah. Uh, but Juju is starting. Ju- I just said it. Virginia is starting to come to Juju. Okay. Listen, yeah. when you have the entire album done, please come back and see us. Absolutely. We would Thank love y'all. to have you I here. I love having y'all. I, I could do this all day. I think I tell you every time, like, I love talking with y'all. So this we is lo- great. We Don't love having time. you. Good to see you. Thanks too. for being Thank here. Thank y'all. We've rediscovered some pretty incredible artists over the course of this podcast. And today, we're doing it again with the powerhouse voice that is Martina McBride. She's a platinum-selling artist, a published author, and an advocate for her fellow female artists. You might even say today's Rediscover is one for the girls. (laughs) I see what you did there. Just like Martina's 2004 chart-topping jam. Today, we're going to shine a light on more than her greatest hits. We are going to take a look at how she used her voice to uplift others and speak out on social justice issues. Let's dive right into the musical journey of Martina McBride. Martina famously got her start in the music business selling t-shirts for Garth Brooks, eventually landing a recording contract, and then the opening spot on Garth's tour. She released her first album in 1992, but it wasn't until her second album, The Way That I Am, that she started seeing some traction. From this record, we got the iconic anthem, Independence Day. Now, everyone thinks about that one as Martina's signature song, but did you know It wasn't even a top 10 record. It peaked at 12. That's crazy. Martina really stood behind the message of that song. For years, she partnered with our local YWCA domestic violence shelter for a charity auction during CMA Fest, and she served as spokesperson for multiple national organizations combating domestic violence. Which makes me think about her 1998 song, A Broken Wing. Now, that one portrays a woman who gave everything she had to a man who basically shot down her dreams. But in the end, she found the strength to fly away. And also, shout out to her song, My Baby Loves Me, which models a healthy, equal relationship. Martina continued to make us think and even make us hurt a little with her 2002 hit, Concrete Angel. It took the subject of domestic violence a step further when the victim was a child trying to hide their abuse from the world.
One of the things that's been consistent in Martina's career is how she brings marginalized and disadvantaged characters to life. She really gives a voice to the voiceless, and she does it by painting such a vivid picture as she sings. And I'm thinking about songs like Love's the Only House, which stylistically I feel like was really different from Martina, kind of half-spoken storytelling. But again, it was a commentary on the struggles we were witnessing in society. She came down to the grocery store. She said, I... I want to buy a little carton of milk, but I don't have any money. I said, hey, I'll cover you, honey. I've been in a line behind women in the grocery store where I often think of that song. And I remember not to be judgmental about what somebody's going through. I mean, she really sang about real life and relatable situations. I think about songs like God's Will, telling the story of a special needs child. And of course, we can't forget the song Embraced by Cancer Warriors Everywhere, I'm Gonna Love You Through It. The video for that one was, again, so powerful. It featured real-life cancer survivors and their families, from everyday moms to Sheryl Crow, Robin Roberts, and Hoda Kotb. And last year, the Country Music Hall of Fame showcased her abilities and intentions in an exhibit called Martina McBride, The Power of Her Voice. There are so many more examples of empowerment in her music, including Anyway, When God-Fearing Women Get the Blues, and Teenage Daughters. My daughter just turned 13, so that's my theme (laughs) song right now. Okay, discover these songs and many more on the Amazon Music playlist, Rediscover Martina McBride. And of course, you'll be able to hear her sing many of those songs when she hits the road opening for Winona on the Judd's final tour. Okay, we got to wrap this up and head downtown and jump in the middle of the CMA Fest madness. So make sure you're following along with all of our adventures. Find us on social media. You can find me at the Kelly Sutton. And I'm at, hey, it's Amber A. Next week on the pod, we'll be sharing all the stories, all the backstage scoop, and our center stage chat with Kelsey Ballerini and a live audience. listen to last week's episode, you heard Justin Moore tell a story about autographing a baby. <laughs> so that just got us thinking, what are some other weird things people have signed? And we learned that Justin wasn't the only one who signed a real live human. Nope. Dirk Bentley and Carrie Underwood have too. Baby's head with a Sharpie. Yeah, it's like a, a two-week-old baby. And I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. The mom keeps like, please. I was like, all right. And the head at that point so like vulnerable, transparent. I just hope they didn't get any ink in the child's brain. Well, I mean, at least for Carrie, the signees were of legal age. <laughs> I've signed body parts. Any body parts intoxicated people, it was just easier to sign them instead of argue with them. <laughs> Don't you have something else? Like a piece of paper? Signed a diaper once. It was not used. Thank God. Shoes, lots of shoes. Chris Jansen, however, decided he was not going to play that game. Well, the unusual thing was, could you sign my baby's forehead, please? Honestly, that kind of wigged me out a little bit because she handed me a Sharpie holding a brand new baby in a rainy meet and greet line. I was like, first of all, please cover the baby. Second of all, absolutely not. But I would be glad to sign a photo for you. You know who I want to talk to? Someone who had their favorite artist autograph a body part and then got it tattooed. Oh my gosh, that's a super fan. Yes, absolutely. We want to talk to them for a future fanning out segment. So if you're that person, tweet us and use the hashtag Country Heat Weekly to tell us your story. 
Country Heat Weekly is a collaborative production between Amazon Music and Nevermind Media. Executive producer is Melissa Locker. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Dethridge. Sound design by Tim Einenkel. Production assistance from Annie Reuter, Debbie Daughtry, Madeline O'Connell, and Jeremy Chua. Our theme song, Country Time, was written and performed by Mia Byrne, with additional music from Madeline McCormack. The Amazon Music team includes Nathan Brackett, Emily Cohen, Chris Graham, Michelle Kammerer, Eliza Mills, Morgan Jones, and Raymond Roker. Development consultant, Michelle Dix. Additional production support from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Abby, Jake, Osmo, Juju, Weedy, and all of the other very good dogs out there. Be sure to follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so you get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.